welcome to the Big Apple School podcast. My name is Ken, and my name is Maria. And today we're gonna talk about emotions. Great topic. So let's start. Absolutely, Maria. Are you an emotional person? Well, I guess I am, but it doesn't necessarily mean that all people around will see my emotions. But uh, inside, I'm a very emotional person, and. Um, so I think that this is more of a good thing because emotions help us, help me feel alive, feel human, uh, not like a robot or something like that. What about you? Well, I feel the same way because um, to be emotional, you're simply expressing how you feel at the moment. Uh, I don't necessarily see it as something bad, although. Anything mm-hmm. and everything in excess can be also not so good. So, uh, what I'm trying to say here is that um, it's fine to be emotional, but there are there's a place and time, I guess. Yeah, right. And when we speak about emotional people, we mean what, what emotions are we speaking about? Well, All of them, right. negative and positive, right? right? Yeah. Okay. To be happy, sad, mm-hmm. angry, even. Do you think that uh, you can become uh, excessively happy? <laughs> well, like ecstatic I'll, or something. I would say like being over the moon, <laughs> especially when something great happens in your life, when you get married, for instance. Yeah, and do you need to balance here? Well, in that case, because it's positive emotions, it's fine. <laughs> okay. But if it's negative emotions such as anger or sadness, then anything in excess. In that case, then it wouldn't be good for you. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now you are more like a balanced person. Yeah. yeah? Have you always been like this? No. Um, <laughs> I used to be very emotional. When I was angry in the past, you would really see it in my face mm-hmm. uh, with my actions. Even when I'm, for example, sad, you would feel it. <laughs> okay. Or when I'm happy, well, of course, everybody, you know, was also happy for me. When I was happy before, because I tend to become uh, talkative mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. more, I would say, jubilant. Okay. Hmm. Now, um, I hate to ask this because it oh. sounds a bit stereotypical, oh. but are women more emotional than men? Well, maybe it sounds like a stereotype, but I would say that yes. Most commonly, uh, women are more emotional than men and uh, saying that they are more emotional I mean that they reveal their emotions more Hmm. they have this right you know quotation marks this right to express their emotions because men are brought up the way uh, that they need to hide their emotions to be like brutal guys and tough guys and uh, boys don't cry concept I don't know about every culture Mm -hmm. but Western culture, yes. I'm not sure about Asian culture. Well, it's the same case as in my country because men are expected to be, as you've said, tough. Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to, you know, express your emotions because men should be, you know, um, for for a lot of societies, I would say that um, showing emotion is a sign of weakness. I know that. Um, well, some of our mm-hmm. listeners may not agree with that statement, but. Um, unfortunately, for some societies, including, you know, mm-hmm. in, the, in the Philippines, we think that if you're a man and if you show a lot of emotions, it's taking away something from your manhood. Okay, but well, it's a bit offensive. Yeah. Uh, 
even uh, being a woman, I find it offensive. Like, uh, you are a woman, you can't behave like this. Of course, you're a woman, that's why you cry. That's really offensive. And I can totally see that because if I were a woman too, of course, I would feel the same way. It's like, yeah. So, are you telling me then that uh, I act this way because I'm a woman? I'm emotional. It's like, oh, come on. Yeah, we are all humans. And I think that emotions and feelings are shared. So, it's not that women feel something that men can't. Exactly. And I know very emotional men. Mm -hmm. For example, one of my friends or peers. Like, um, So, I know men who really are not afraid of showing their emotions, which is quite good, which uh, makes me feel closer to so them, that, like as people, of, right. of course. And uh, mm, I'm a bit afraid of people who don't show their emotions. You, you see, it's even better to be <laughs> emotional sometimes than people who don't seem to show any emotions. Yes, because when they finally show their emotions, it's something so scary. Yeah, I can't manage it. I know some friends, I know... Um, I have some friends who are very polite, well-mannered and so on, but they, when they finally have this outburst of anger or something, it's so terrifying <laughs> because they were um, concealing, they were accumulating all these bad negative emotions and then finally they outburst with anger. Oh my God, it's better to, you know, to um, release it in portions in doses right. i guess then all at once you know, yeah at one time and speaking of man sorry for interrupting uh i, I i've uh come across an idea that uh i don't know about your country but in russia men live uh well women live longer than men maybe it's because uh women are Mm, women have this right to show their emotions, to be emotional, and men need to conceal, to hide it, and it affects their health. You know what? I actually agree with that because mm -hmm. um, the same case as in my country, women tend to live much longer, and you know, yeah, like emotions maybe five to ten years longer. Right, mm -hmm. and it, uh, I believe that emotions have something to do with that because if you're the kind of person who tries to hide everything within. So it's like a, a volcano that's waiting to erupt. And I don't think it's really good for your mental health even to keep all that emotions to yourself. That's why, just like what you mentioned earlier, sometimes it helps to release it in small portions yeah. so that um, it's for your own general well-being, for your state of mind, for your psyche. Yeah, yeah. and uh, being mentally not very stable, not very healthy, uh, can affect your physical health and can affect, um, can lead to like heart diseases or something. Correct. So it will manifest in your um, physical appearance. Yeah, that's what I tend to believe. Now, I want to ask, this is a very simple question, but mm -hmm. I'm interested to know, <laughs> what makes you happy? What makes me happy? Mm, okay, I have uh, this perspective, uh, this angle uh, of being a teacher. Mm -hmm. And as a teacher, I am really happy to see my students' achievements. It's not just words. That's uh, who I am. And that's what makes me happy. That's why I work as a teacher. And speaking of some, hmm, speaking of just my life, my mm -hmm. personal life, uh, it can be something very simple, like um, when I Remember, you, you remember this childhood feeling 
of being happy without any particular reason, which doesn't last for a long time, but it's so precious. You can just look at the clouds, for example, and feel this happiness inside. Clouds or, well, nature or Mm. music. That's what can make me feel happy for, for a while. I can totally relate because, well, you mentioned about childhood. I just remember daydreaming, looking up the sky, you know, uh, wishing to fly like a superhero. Oh, uh, and all your life is like ahead of you. <laughs> exactly. And the fact that children in general, um, they don't have much to worry about yet. Because mm-hmm. all they want to do is to play, to sleep maybe. Maybe not even sleep because <laughs> most kids don't want to sleep. They just yeah. want to play. Um, and children like uh, festivals and holidays. Right. Uh, and that what makes them happy. Now, as an adult, I don't feel so happy uh, <laughs> during the holidays anymore, which is, which is unfortunate. Well, as you grow older, I guess, the more responsibilities that come your way, the less happy you become, yes. <laughs> unfortunately. Right, but still, some simple things can make me feel happy for for a while. Mm-hmm. Like I said, the nature or the sounds of some music, mm-hmm. uh, because it releases your emotions and you feel maybe more, you know, innocent, more careless mm-hmm. and so on. Mm-hmm. Well, in my case, uh, what makes me happy? Mm-hmm. Dark chocolate, a bar of dark oh, chocolate. Oh, food! <laughs> right. <laughs> I mm. love it coffee a cup of coffee in the morning and i don't want to sound cheesy but being with my friends every time i hang out with them of course yeah a good a good conversation can really make you feel happy and content and full of energy and just like you being close to nature every time i go to the forest maybe lakes rivers because there's a fresh air and for me it clears my mind yeah and therefore it makes me happy I can sometimes just observe, you know, some just watch, watch the sky or watch the trees. Mm, that's why I liked to live uh, at, in my previous uh, flat because I had a great view to the forest. And one more thing, listening to good songs, uh-huh. especially ones that really make me want to dance, of course. Uh-huh. Can you can you happy. listen to the same song again and again and again? Oh my God, <laughs> that has been my life. Okay. Whenever I like one song, I download it and I can listen to it just one song all day, all week. I know that you like singing, right? Well... Does it make you happy? <laughs> it makes me happy, unfortunately. I have not been given the talent of singing. Um, uh, as I always tell my students, as a joke, when God was you know, <laughs> pouring uh, different talents, I wasn't awake when... <laughs> When he showered... The, you hadn't had your coffee yet. Yeah. <laughs> when he showered the talent of singing, I wasn't there. I think that you can be taught. Develop um, your uh, what ear to music and voice. I believe that as we develop our students' uh, English talents, yeah. so you also can develop your talent of wow. this. Hidden talent, maybe. So hidden, in fact. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. What makes you sad? Well the opposite end of the spectrum. Yeah. (sighs) I hate to admit it, but sometimes the weather affects me. Um, Absolutely. Yes. I don't like it when it's too cloudy, cold, windy outside. Mm -hmm. For some reason, it just affects me. But of course, I try to fight it off. Um, Yeah, that's one. What else? Um, 
sad news, <laughs> depending mm-hmm. on what type. But any sad news, not just about me, but people that I care about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, for example, the sure. passing of a family member, Absolutely. or what else? Um, if somebody failed to achieve whatever you know goals he or she may have. For example, uh, a, um, a friend who wanted to move to another country but wasn't able to do so. Then, of course, I feel sad for him. So it means that you share this person's emotions, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. So is sadness necessarily a bad feeling? I don't think so. Um, sadness is one of those human emotions that we naturally feel, just like happiness and anger. Sadness, um, so long as uh, b- because it is normal, it is natural mm-hmm. for us to feel sad, but. It's the way you deal with sadness that will determine if it's going to be bad or not. Because, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, I can be sad, but if I know how to deal with it, how to cope with it, then I don't think it will result into anything that's even worse. Because for some people, they're too sad, like depression. Yeah. Then they, they commit suicide. Then in that case, that is bad. So we need to... Uh see this line which is quite a thin one mm-hmm. yeah this line between being just sad and being depressed and maybe to ask for help for exactly. professional help uh, and uh, speaking of sadness how do you deal with it uh well i just let myself uh, be sad for for some time now uh, you know speaking of so-called negative emotions i don't believe that they are bad because if you feel it you need it Mm -hmm. and you need to let yourself cope with it but in a way that is not mm, you know that is not bad for other people for example yeah not destructive way if i feel angry uh i just let myself be angry uh inside and i try to Uh, catch this emotion, understand. So now I'm angry, mm-hmm. and to understand why, to analyze it, uh, and you need to release this emotion. But of course, you don't need to harm you. You can't harm your friends or your family members. That's why sometimes you maybe just need to have a pause mm-hmm. and not to overreact. Well, on that note, I want to ask: Do people know how you feel by looking at your face? Um. Uh, well. Mm, Sometimes, I guess, or maybe most of the time, people cannot, because, for example, as a teacher, I can't uh, be very dependent on my mood. Mm-hmm. When I come to class, wow. I mm-hmm. can't show my mm, depression, anger, sadness, uh, melancholy, anything. Like, right. I'm a teacher, mm-hmm. I'm for You're this... You're supposed to be professional. Yeah, for this two hours or three hours, I'm the like, role model in right. some way. In, mm-hmm. In English, for example, yeah, and I can't behave like this because it's not professional. But um, and maybe this influenced my um, other life, other parts of my life. Because mm-hmm. as a teenager, I showed every emotion that I had, but now I don't. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people just think that I'm very even, mm-hmm. even temperate, and maybe maybe even cool. Mm-hmm. You know, you're level-headed. Yeah, but I'm not. Inside, I have <laughs> lots of everything. <laughs> what about you? But uh, I like what you said there regarding going to your class, not mm-hmm. bringing any burdens with you. Because, you know, at the end of the day, if we talk about teaching, uh, students come to your class to learn. Yeah. Whatever personal issues you have, you have to deal it on your own. You don't have to really, you know, express it in the class. And... Uh, 
when it comes to you know uh, determining <laughs> how I feel. Yeah. Before, when I used to be like very expressive with my emotions, it was very easy to tell that uh, I'm disappointed, happy. So people could read your face. Absolutely, and it was very difficult for me to hide it, but. You know, as you grow older, you master the art of hiding your emotions. Yeah. <laughs> Especially okay. in this career, in this profession, mm-hmm. when you have to be, of course, professional in front of your students. So, in my mm-hmm. case, um, now I'd like to believe that it's hard to tell. <laughs> so yeah. it's just okay. I'm here. I'm gonna do what I'm supposed to do, and that is to teach you. For example. So, well, do you remember what helped you? to become a master of like hiding your emotions did you read special books did you ask someone for help so how how come well in my case um, I made a conscious effort to control my emotions because before really it was so easy to tell mm-hmm. whenever I felt sad angry so yeah. th- there was this incident Just before your will Power. Yeah. Okay. There was this incident before when I was uh, a high school English teacher. My class, they participated in volleyball. Unfortunately, they lost the game mm-hmm. and I was bitterly disappointed. Okay. But I tried as best as I could to stay cool for, for them not to really see that, you know, I was <laughs> disappointed. Mm-hmm. But then one of the students came up to me and said, Mr. Amante, are you all right? And I said, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. And then this girl said, you look sad. And mm-hmm, I said, mm-hmm. really? Oh my God. And after that incident, I tried to practice. So it was a turning point? <laughs> it was the turning so point way. for me to somehow relax my face every time uh, I feel disappointed. Because, you know, as a class teacher, I wouldn't want to uh, affect my students. I wouldn't want them to think that <laughs> in mm-hmm. fact I was disappointed well sometimes uh, children I guess also need to feel and to understand that their teacher is a person is a personality behind this image of course you know but in, in that case when you're motivating them I mm-hmm. don't think it would be nice yeah, to see yeah, your yeah, teacher right, right, right. So melancholic you are, they maybe thought that you were disappointed by yeah. them yeah exactly mm-hmm. and I wouldn't want them to feel that Okay, right. I see. Are you a sensitive person, by the way? Well, so we shall maybe distinguish uh, emotional and sensitive people, right? As, as I see it, mm-hmm. emotional person just has all this range of the spectrum of emotions right. uh, from uh, happiness to anger and hatred and so on. And sensitive person to me is someone who feels things around maybe and... Uh, let uh, let things come to their heart. Right. I am I am a sensitive person. Yeah. So basically, you grasp your surroundings. You, you grasp whatever emotions or feelings there are. Yeah. So speaking of being either sensitive or sensible, I am more sensitive. Mm. What about you? I would say that <laughs> I am the same, like sensitive, but I'm working hard to be more sensible because. Yeah. You know, in life, you cannot always afford to use your emotions in every decision that you make. You have to be rational. You have to use your mind. And that's why you have to be sensible. Although we can't help it at times, especially in my case, it's hard to, you know, devoid myself of emotions because... 
Mm-hmm. As I've said earlier, I am an emotional person, <laughs> but yeah. when it comes to making, um, I would say, really serious or important decisions, I would like to be more sensible. So to listen to your mind uh, and not listen to your heart, maybe. Yeah. But heart speaks louder. <laughs> but then again, you have to remember that, um, you know, your heart sometimes it knows no boundaries. It just wants to express itself. Mm-hmm. But the mind has <laughs> this logical uh, factor in it that tries to control And to protect your, you. Yeah. So as much as we want to be emotional and, you know, try to not stop our emotions, but at the end of the day, you something must be done to okay. somehow If we speak about it. like this balance uh, between heart and uh, ration, rational mind, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, there is such a thing as intuition. Do you believe in this? Like feeling of intuition? Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Because uh, your intuition somehow, well, not all the time it's correct, mm-hmm. but I'd like to believe that most of the time it's correct. Okay, so do you think that you have it? Intuition? I think so, yeah, mm-hmm. yes. Do you remember uh, when it helped you, maybe? Or when it stopped you from doing something wrong? There's nothing in particular that mm-hmm. I can think of, the, you know, um, at the moment. What about you? Yeah, well, I tend to believe that I have strong intuition. But I don't know, because I, I'm always balancing between this. Uh, rational thing and intuitive thing uh, so I, I need to maybe to decide on something but mm-hmm. well maybe I will still keep balancing <laughs> mm-hmm. I understand yeah. um, do you find it easy to explain your feelings to people uh, well you know to those who are ready to listen to me then yes I find it easy to put my feelings and my emotions into words mm-hmm. uh, but it's not always that a person even who is a close friend or family member uh, it's not always that he or she is ready to listen to you because uh, people tend to um, devalue uh, other people's emotions right. and feelings like oh forget about it it's nothing it's bullshit or why are you so worried why are you so anxious it's nothing to be worried about but if it, if it is your feeling how can you just um, uh, I don't know throw it out of your or brush it off head yeah so what, what, what about you are you good at um, telling other people about your feelings you know um, when I was younger <laughs> I used to be like that Um, I would tell people exactly what's on my mind and how I feel at the moment. But then again, as you grow older, you understand that um, you have to select the people. Absolutely. You and cannot just say it to everyone. Yeah, and people uh, are, well, we are all adults, we are all busy. Mm-hmm. And our friends, even if they're very close friends, they're busy with their concerns and their stuff, their families, children, money matters and so on. Mm-hmm. That's why it's not always easy to share. Exactly. And, well, having said that, in my case, um, sometimes it's difficult for me to express my emotions or to, you know, to let other people know because the truth is sometimes I just don't want to explain. Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I don't know if I'm just too lazy to do that, but um, in some way or somehow, I, I feel like you need to know how I feel. 
You should. Are you that? Uh, what? Uh, are you devoid of empathy that you don't understand how I feel? You did something wrong. Should I make you figure it out? You should figure it out yourself. If they uh, did something wrong, that then maybe yes. I would also expect that they would. Yes. I mean, do Do you need to explain? Because in my case, if it's obvious, come on. Do I have to tell you how I feel right now when you know for a fact that you did something wrong and you should be apologizing to me? Yeah, that's what I used to uh, to feel and to think. But now I'm uh, really trying hard to uh, believe and to understand and to adopt uh, this understanding that people feel. Uh, differently, yeah, and all yeah. people are very different. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So men and women, like uh, children, teenagers, grown-ups, older people, and well, even if we are uh, of the same gender, the same age, uh, st- same background, still we are very different. And yeah, I try to. I totally agree because you know there are times when you expect people to understand you, and then you realize, ah, okay. He didn't get it. She didn't get it, and that is sometimes I would say disappointing. So you you sometimes uh, don't want to waste your time explaining. Yeah. yeah, and that's why I just leave it to you know. Okay, whatever happens, happens. But if you don't share your feelings, do you still have this um, sense of maybe disappointment, or do you keep it in, inside of you, or do you release it and forget about yeah, it? Yeah. Well. <laughs> depending on how I feel uh-huh. about the person. If the person is important enough for me, then I would care to eventually um, open up to him or her and explain how I felt in the past. Uh-huh. But if it's somebody who I, you know, I think, hmm, I'm not going to lose anything if we're no, if we no longer speak to each other. <laughs> uh-huh. okay. I know it's so bad for me to say that and, you know, I wouldn't want our listeners as well to experience that. But, um... Such is life, you know. Sometimes you just gotta let go of some people who are not um, sensitive enough to to understand you. Because if you are really a true friend mm-hmm. or right. a member of the family, you should take the initiative sometimes to understand a person. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So we need to to. to it's hard work. I mean, relation, relationship. Yeah. <laughs> not hard, but work. Mm-hmm. Let's say. And speaking of you, uh, can you always tell how other people are feeling? You know, I seem to have this talent, I'd like to call it talent, to be able to tell if um, or how people feel at the moment. I am a very sensitive person. Just for some reason, I can tell, okay, she's happy right now. Or he doesn't seem to be so jubilant today maybe something went wrong Mm -hmm. really um this is not only true with the people that are close to me my family and friends including in my class so i can tell if for example the students are feeling tired so in that case what i would do is to try to crack a joke just to break the ice and make everybody feel comfortable um and it's interesting how we as teachers can influence the mood in the classroom so and maybe they all come tired and even exhausted but then by the end of the lesson they feel more energetic and they say like thank you for the lesson which also gives us energy absolutely that's why i have so much respect for uh, the teachers that i had in the past who were uh, able to bring that out of us 
because you know um, there are a lot of factors that will always affect how we feel, how we think. And when you enter the class, it's not just sometimes the knowledge that you can get out of it, but how you feel at the end of, mm-hmm. for example, the class. Yeah, but right. if the teacher is a careful and uh, someone who truly understands, you know, his or her students, he or she should be able to wipe away whatever negative emotions his or her students have. Yeah, right, right, right. So we are not only teachers, we are also like therapists a bit. <laughs> yeah, and there's a, you know, there's some psychology involved there. So it's not just, you know, passing down knowledge, but more importantly yeah. is We are to... actors, we are mentors, we are therapists, we are everything. <laughs> we're brothers, sisters, we're like family to them sometimes. Yeah. So it yeah, yeah. goes beyond just, you know, uh, teaching them. Yeah, and that's why it's a hard job, I mean, to balance between, uh, to uh, not to cross the boundary maybe or something, yeah. not to be very attached to your students, mm-hmm. especially, I guess, when it comes to kids. I don't teach kids now, but I think you can be easily involved in their emotions, feelings, problems, and so on. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah. So, and do you think that this is a useful ability to be able to read other people's feelings. Absolutely. Um, By possessing this ability, you create an environment that's more, I would say, uh, positive. At the same time, an environment that uh, makes each member of that community or whatever environment you're in, this uh, spirit of being one and what else? Um, You know, just to look out for each other because we have to show care for for one another. Right. Yeah. I, I couldn't agree more. All right. So I guess that's all the time that we have for today. Yeah. This has been Big Apple Podcast. Thanks for listening to our topic today, emotions. And we'll see you again next time. See you. Goodbye. <laughs>